everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of FanRug Sports Premier League Podcast. I'm Sebastian Oren, back from vacation, and joining me is Paulie Questel and Elliot Niblock. Sort of still on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, my, my mind is still on vacation. I got I got <laughs> sick. Deep, I, Seb. Yeah, I got sick on the way back to on the flight, so that's always good. Oh wow, what a way to complain about someone who was just in Phoenix. Yep. It was cold though when I was there. It was bad. Oh, it was cold. Yeah. How yeah. cold is cold for Phoenix? <laughs> it was like low sixties, high fifties. Oh 50s. my god. Oh, I could I could not oh, wear shorts. <laughs> I could not wear shorts. It was bad. It was low sixties? Dude, the cutoff the cutoff for shorts is forty eight degrees. No. God no. If it's yeah, forty nine degrees, people wear cutoff shorts. Well, forty nine degrees in like if tomorrow it was forty nine degrees, I would be able to go outside in like a sweatshirt and shorts. Yeah. Well, compared to the weather they have right now this week, they got mid to upper seventies. And I'm I'm like giving you I'm giving you tons of like I'll be in Florida next weekend. By <laughs> by next by next week they're going to be in the mid eighties. So I definitely want I'll be in Florida. Week. Yeah, yeah, they have nice weather too. They're supposed to. <laughs> supposed to have, yeah. So we'll see. But uh, we're not here to talk about my vacation. We're here to talk about some football. And uh, first out on Saturday, big, big matchup between Chelsea and Arsenal. A game that Arsenal cannot afford to lose. Is that a correct statement? Is that a correct statement, Elliot? Is it yeah. a must win or a can't lose? Well, it's, I mean, it's a can't it lose. depends on like what perspective you're talking about. It's can't lose for title hopes, but I think title hopes were, you know, we scuppered those ourselves midweek by losing to Watford and just playing switched off for the first 45 minutes. Yeah, what was up with that game? Losing 2-1 to one to Watford. I mean, they just, they looked like guard. I mean, they... At home. They looked wait, like wait, wait, can I, can I, I take offense to that. I, yeah. you're making it sound like, I, you know, like, I didn't exactly say that you were switched on in the second 45 minutes. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, but those aren't... <laughs> you just scored a goal. That's all you did. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we created some chances. Uh, we weren't terrible in the second half, but we weren't great. I mean, I, the the takeaway for me is that it's cool, just really cool. clear. Creating that... chances. Creating chances is the name of the game. It must be nice to, nice to be speaking to you, Louis Van Hall. But the the point, like, my the, the thing that I learned from this game, and I, I think that it's it should have probably already been clear is that Olivier Giroud can't start on this Arsenal team. He's fine coming off the bench, but compared to the team that we saw at Southampton, you know, when we, we play with Alexis through the middle from the first minute, then we play pacey attacking football and we play with Giroud, we play stagnant. And yeah, I mean, the first goal that Watford got was a bit of luck because it was deflected in off of Ramsey. And then there was a horrid throw in from Gabriel followed by you may, maybe you can fault Ramsey for not controlling it. You can absolutely fault Coquelin for not putting in a good tr- challenge. And um, I mean, it's just, we, we look stagnant. We deserve to lose. How do you feel about Ramsey? Because my friend on like a tirade yesterday about how he was a terrible central midfielder. And why, yeah. Wenger, why does Wenger keep giving him chance? And I was like, Hey, did you watch the euros? Did you see what he did for I was like yeah. the guy could play. I don't, I don't understand the anti-Ramsey vitriol that comes from a lot of the Arsenal fan base these days. I mean, granted, he hasn't been in great form, but we also know that his best form is phenomenally excellent form. And I, I think that a lot of the criticism that is leveled against him is 
both unfair and misplaced because he, you know, he was unlucky to have the ball deflect off him. Maybe you can go beyond unlucky to say, like, okay, even fault him for the first goal. But the problems with this Arsenal team are far beyond that. And I, I think that, you know, Aaron Ramsey has a lot of fantastic football ahead of him. And any Arsenal supporter who has, you know, nothing but derision to pour on him has both a short memory and poor foresight, in my opinion. It's, it's also February, and it's really hard to be in good form in February if you're wearing an Arsenal shirt. Well, and to play yourself into it when you haven't been in already. Just uh, when you're wearing an Arsenal shirt pretty in February, pretty much nobody's in good form. Well, looking, t- I mean, looking ahead to this game, I just, after, despite Chelsea dropping points at Anfield, which <laughs> admittedly I foresaw potentially happening, I still think that they're going to wipe the floor with this Arsenal squad at Stamford Bridge. I mean, if we can't get up for a night game at home against a lower table team, then how are we supposed to be expected to have an early kickoff at Stamford Bridge and be switched also, on at that fighting chance against the... Also league. kind of a derby. Kind oh, of yeah, derby. definitely. Like, Watford is not far away from, from oh, the Emirates oh. at all. Okay, I thought you were talking about Arsenal and Chelsea. I mean, oh, like, yeah. Ar- but again, it's all, it's Watford. Like, you know, there's, there's not a lot of history between Arsenal and Watford. It's just... it's. Mm. Yeah, there, it, it was a poor performance. Gabriel, I think, had... Uh, terrible it's hard game. to get up for Watford when you know you're looking ahead just in, in like two weeks. No, screw that. I mean, <laughs> you, you got like, come on, these people are professionals. If you can, if you can get up for Southampton in the Cup, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to get up for Watford in the league. Mm, mm. I disagree right there. I disagree right there because Southampton in the Cup was not necessarily your first player, so that's players that are looking to make an impression. Not yeah, many of them, not all of them though. I mean, I just I think that like if, the takeaway, if we go the takeaway, if we played if we played Southampton in the cup and Ashley Young started the game, no, I would not. I would expect Ashley Young to to be up for that game. Now, what, I, I wouldn't expect him to play very well because I don't think he's a very good player. So playing to the best of his abilities is not necessarily better than most of the other guys on on my team. But I would expect him to be up for the game. I mean the. The last thing I'll say about this Arsenal game is just, as you know, Giroud can't start one. Get We need Bellerin, not Gabriel at the back. Two, three, clearly we are missing Granite Xhaka. And those things all became, you know, frustratingly apparent in this match. And it's, you know, it's, it's sad. I'm, I'm willing to say at this point that Arsenal's title challenge is over. And the saddest thing is with Chelsea dropping points, cool. we had actually over won that game. Well, yeah, okay, whatever. But of course, I'm going to cling to hope because I'm a supporter. But you know, at this point, all we can realistically hope for is that we finish ahead of Tottenham and we don't drop out of the top four. But neither of those are foregone conclusions when this team has such a huge deviation in the possibilities of its form mm-hmm. from playing, you know, scintillating attacking football to, I mean, just just absolutely flat, tepid, apathetic display from the first half. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Chelsea dropping points there. They got a 1-1 draw on the road against Liverpool. 
Manchester City was the only team in the top six that actually won midweek, so... Um, well, good round of games for them. Wait, let's go to the Chelsea. Let's go to that Chelsea Liverpool game. Yeah, let's, Chelsea yeah. should have lost. Chelsea should have that game. What? Go on. <laughs> I mean, their one their one goal came off like a beautiful strike by David Luiz. But yeah. Simone yeah. Mignolet just decided to like walk to their side of the net and not play goalkeeper. Yeah, I didn't and hear the Roberto Firmino should have struck earlier in that game. Yeah, Firmino was yeah, Giroud-like in that one. Yeah. I I, I didn't think Liverpool were great, uh, but I thought they should have won. I mean... I, think, I, I, I mean, I do think 1-1 was a pretty fair result because I yeah. didn't think the team was particularly great, but I didn't think Chelsea should have... You know, I wouldn't have been... You know, I didn't think Chelsea deserved anything. Like, you know, they kind of should have lost. Liverpool had the better chances for sure. And yeah, yeah. If Firmino would have been on his game. He could have had two goals. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Easy. God, that that one that he just skied yep. with Courtois going to ground was just so sad. Well, you know, sad being relative, depending on your perspective, of yeah. course. Yeah, Vildaldum. <laughs> yeah, Vildaldum got the goal for Liverpool. Um, tied up there. But. Um... Yeah, I mean, Chelsea's still sitting pretty at the top there. They got a nine-point advantage over Tottenham and Arsenal. So, yeah, I mean, we we already spoken about this. Polly, you gave Chelsea the trophy back in uh, November. No, um, no, Christmas. Christmas is in December. <laughs> Christmas is in December, and I use history to back that up. If you're winning yeah. the league at Christmas, you're pretty much going to win the league unless there's a Sir Alex team chasing you down. Yeah. Um, but, and and there are no Sir Alex Ferguson chasing Chelsea down. No. Yeah, Spurs, they have two draws in a row. They somehow got held off the score sheet on the road against Sunderland. 0-0. Zero, zero. That must have been fun. I heard it was not, actually. From, from, <laughs> from my friends that were watching the game, I, I actually very much heard the opposite yeah. of what you said. Yeah, another scoreless game. That was Manchester United at home to Hull. Also not fun. No, that was <laughs> very frustrating watching that piece of poo. Um, but let's stick to the games ahead of here. Uh, really important game towards the bottom of the table on Saturday as Crystal Palace takes on Sunderland. Palace, they are right underneath the relegation, you know, the relegation line right in there. So you 18th, mean above it? 18th in place. It. They're in it. Yeah, they're in it. 18th place, 19 points, two points behind a trio of teams. That's Swansea, Leicester, and Middlesbrough. Uh, Sutherland, they're dead last. They're three points behind Palace. So That's it? This is a huge six-pointer. Yes. Yeah. Very, very big. Uh, Crystal Palace took a 2 nothing win. But not even win. because, like, uh, like, you know, catching Palace won't do Thunder on anything. No, but it will at least uh... get them a little bit closer to... You know, avoiding relegation. But Crystal Palace, they took a 2 nothing win over Bournemouth on the road last game. So that, that was a good win for them. The first for Sam Allardyce as Palace manager. And this is big because this, uh, we're almost at the time. We're at the time of the year where, like, Big Sam's going to start to lay the foundation for the let's make our charge out of the relegation zone. Squeaky bum time? Fully. It's not squeaky bum time yet. Okay. No, we're we're not there yet. We're just we're just let's lay the groundwork and we're gonna get ourselves out of the relegation zone, but eventually. But we're still right now. We're building and we're making progress. 
Yes. Having said that, a win here will pretty much guarantee them getting out of the relegation zone. Uh, let's see. Swansea, they take on City, so yes. Leicester, Leicester faces United, and yeah. the keywords here are it's not at Old Trafford, which means United might actually win that game. Yeah. Well, even so, I mean, um, Palace has a much better goal differential. Than, yeah, their goal their goal difference was only minus nine. Yeah, so even if the, even let's say Palace wins and uh, Leicester draws, then Leicester is still going to be in in the relegation zone. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Middlesbrough, they have Tottenham away. So, yep. Yeah, I mean it's a big one here. Uh, Crystal Palace though, Scott Dan and Benteke got the goals in the win over Bournemouth. And you know you got to say that. Gooch. Lyndon yeah. Gooch could could make his return for Sunderland. He started playing with the reserves recently. The Gooch. He can come back in. Yeah. And you know, at this, it's it's without Gooch, they haven't been that great. Why not? Why not try some Gooch? <laughs> that sounds like something that you would hear at the dinner table and cringe at. Try some Gooch. Try some Gooch. I don't I don't know if the word Gooch has ever come up at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you and I share a different dinner company then. Yep. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I don't hang out with the Gucci's. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say here, Benteke. I mean, they have a potential rescuer here, a savior. He has nine goals already this season, and he could really. How many more does he have left? Because is he a fifteen goal scorer still? Like, how many goals does he have left? Oh yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll get up to fifteen. I'd rather have Jermaine Defoe than Christian Benteke. Ooh, well, I... I mean, Defoe is on 12 already. Yeah. He's, on, he's, mean... at, he's 12 of, of Sunderland's 20. Yeah, that's scary. Like, if something happens to him, they are doomed. I... Well, this is why we, this is why we said they, like, you know, they would never sell him for any amount of money. Yeah. I mean, I still, like, he has that strange, intangible quality when he's in a Sunderland shirt to score goals, but... At the same time, I I would rather have Benteke on my team. That's than not a, that's not when he's in a Sunderland shirt to score goals. That's a when he's in whatever shirt he's wearing. Yeah, I mean, maybe I except know. for Toronto, but he scored <laughs> yeah. wherever he scored wherever he went, and he did pretty well at England when he was in England. Yeah. And yeah. like fun Jermaine Defoe stat that I came across like three weeks or two weeks ago, the guy's got like fifty something caps with England. He's played the full ninety three times. Wow. So he's he's only been used as a sub, or if he starts, he's overdubbed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Hull sell? I don't know how much did you get into the transfer talk last episode. Hardly didn't at really all. Get okay. Much I mean, we mostly talked did, about Dimitri Payet. Okay. Did deadline Hull... day was much like oh, the bottom of the the table are signing a bunch of players that we've never heard of. Well, I mean, I did, stopped following along. Did Hull actually sell their Premier League spot when they let go of Robert Snodgrass? No. Well, they're no, playing well. Their under Premier League spot was already gone, <laughs> and they're playing well under their new manager. Yeah, may as well cash in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, and they just went to old. They just went to Old Trafford and got a draw. Like yeah. only like ten teams have done that this year. That's only fifty yeah. percent of the league. So exactly. And next up for them is Liverpool. <laughs> it's at the home. only place where Burnley's gotten in the way. Yep. Hollard tunes though. They, yeah. I mean, they and Sunderland have both only scored 20 goals this season, which surprisingly is not the least in the league, which is, an, you know, dishonor owned by Middlesbrough. But Middlesbrough has only allowed 26 compared to the 47 let mm-hmm. in by Hull City. They're, 
they're going down no matter what, Snodgrass or not. Okay. Yeah, West Ham did sign. They shipped Paye back to Marseille and then brought in Snodgrass and Fonte. So, I mean, they'll, they'll be there mid-table. Wait, West Ham signed Snodgrass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody signed Robbie Brady also. That was Burnley, right? Yeah, that's a good signing. Mm-hmm. A good signing from Burnley. Yep. I mean, we did see some action, but nothing too exciting. Top teams didn't do too much. No, it was at the bottom of the table. Just signed a bunch of players I've never yeah. heard of. Berahino finally got away from West Brom. Yeah, he went to Stoke. Yeah, apparently Didn't he score. got apparently he got caught in a drug test. Only <laughs> only Peter Crouch is scoring goals for Stoke. Yeah, Peter one one hundred of them. He celebrated with the robot. I yeah, cut him some slack, man. He's white. That's the only dance he could do. Yeah. Let's move along, though. Tottenham they take on Middlesbrough at home. Uh, Spurs, I mean, two draws in a row here. First, the unlucky one against like, Manchester City. I like what City. we did there. We went from Jermaine Defoe and Crouch right to Tottenham. Yep. So, 2-2 against City, and then last game, scoreless draw on the road against Sunderland. With a comeback against Wickham. In and they only had three shots on target against Sunderland. Sunderland. I just, I, I, just, yeah, I just think it was like a, I just think it was like a letdown. Thought that they were gonna walk in there and win. No, they laid a big old messy egg. Right. Yeah. You know that happens. I. They'll still, they'll still beat Middlesbrough, but I don't think they'll blow their doors off them. Yeah. Like uh, no, I think I, I even think they might because now they're they gotta get determined. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like wait, we better regroup right now. You know, we almost lost to Wickham. We kind of blew our opportunity against Manchester City. Yeah. And we just got held by Sunderland. Like, we got a, you know, like, we're in second place. We got a chance right here to solidify Champions League for next year. Uh, solidify Could, a chance to get ahead of Arsenal. Yeah, finish above Arsenal for once. Because that's happened all they're again. playing. It's happened That's all they're again. playing for. So, yeah, I think they'll, you know, they'll get their, they'll get their act together. Yeah. Middlesbrough, meanwhile, uh, that point against West Brom took them up to 15th place. Uh, but they're, like we said before, they're just two points behind Crystal Palace, or two points above. I mean, Crystal three Palace. three shots against Sunderland's three shots away to Sunderland's first team is still better than one shot at home to Serb's C team or D team, whichever they were. Yeah. So you know, Spurs are in a better position than the United States. Let's okay. just put it at that. Okay. Just gonna let that false dichotomy go. It seems like it seems like a stretch, but oh, I don't. It, it, I don't see how it's... Spurs would whoop the floor yeah, with the United dude, States. The United States oh plays God, Spurs yeah. in a game. Who wins? Yeah. And the answer, home or away, is Spurs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I th- yeah, I think that a Tottenham Hotspur League Cup side still probably beats the United States. I don't know about that. Depends on it. Depends on how we line up. Oh, they got to have Harry Kane. Yeah. No, they don't. They can beat the U.S. without Harry Kane. I don't know. If wrong, our... I Tottenham Hotspur, but I have to admit that's true. If we had our full-strength squad, I think Jeff Cameron and, and John Brooks could actually keep Harry Kane in check. Ooh. But it's everybody else. It's like someone says, who's going who's gonna to mark Deli Ali in his late run in the box? No one. Yeah. No. Well, that's never going to happen, so... 
<laughs> let's true. let's move on. Manchester City. Another team that's been I mean a couple of teams, you know, towards the upper end of the table have been a little yeah. Um they got two wins, two losses, and one draw in their last five. They did, however, smash West Ham for nothing on Wednesday. And they're going to smash Swansea again this weekend. It should be noted that Seb predicted this game to end in a draw. Yes. I thought West Ham could get something out of this. West Ham that can't do anything at home all year. Manchester City, the team that also can't do anything at home, pretty damn good at, away from home. And you yeah. picked a draw. Yes, I did. Hey, I'm never going to catch up to you if, if I don't pick something different. Yeah, but pick smart You're... different. <laughs> you never know. I mean, what is it? So should have gone with Watford, man. Yeah, but yeah. In, I mean, any picking, given... against, picking against Arsenal in February is smart different. Picking against Manchester City when Manchester City at home, that's smart different. But picking West Ham at home is mm. just dumb. I mean, mathematically, Seb could overtake both of us in a single week. Yes. Because 30 points are on offer every week with 10 fixtures, one point for correct, two points for correct score. Mm-hmm. So Okay. And when Seb, when one of us even gets a... When one of us gets a 15 point, then I'll start to worry about Seb overtaking us in one week. Boom, 30 yeah, points. And we just drop it there and be like, done. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure our, our highest score per week is nine. No, I got I double think... digits one. I got, Did I you? got 12 ones, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because I got, I got three correct scores. Yeah. And then that alone is nine points. And I think right. maybe I just got 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Either way. City Whatever. for nothing. I even skipped an entire freaking week in this game. So. Yeah, and you're still in the lead. City beat West Ham for nothing. Goals by uh, De Bruyne, Silva, and Gabriel Jesus. And Torre. he's the intriguing one in yes. this. Can Gabriel Jesus like really save City and turn them around? And it's all about their home form, and because they'll do whatever they do on the on the road. It's uh, at home they tend to put onto opponents. Could Gabriel Jesus be the one? To, um, to pick them up. I still think. I mean, that's that a play two, that's hungry. I, yeah, exactly. And I still think that the two Manchester clubs are easily fifth and sixth in the league. But if I'm Arsenal and I'm about to go through a dip in form, Manchester are the only team I'm worried about. Maybe climbing into the top four and knocking me out of the top four. Yeah. I'm no. not. I would not be worried about Manchester United climbing into the top. It's a funny no. joke. Three straight <laughs> that's draws. A funny joke. <laughs> 1-1 one, one against Liverpool, 1-1 one, one against Stoke, and then 0-0 zero, zero at home to Hall. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> but not as embarrassing as 0-0 zero, zero at home to Burnley. I mean, come on. And Hall. Yeah. yeah. And every like relic, every promoted side, we've scored like twice against the only promoted sides. Yeah. Way too many draws. Nine draws, most in the league together with Middlesbrough. And we're, we're uh... We're a, we're a fortress that just likes to give out, you know, the goods. <laughs> well, uh, on to the last one. That's Leicester playing Manchester United there at the King, King Power Stadium. Leicester. No, it's not in, at home, so. I mean, Leicester in real danger here of actually slipping down into the relegation zone. They might. And I and mean, it would be funny. we've talked about be, this be before. Funny. You still think it's okay? Their fans would be okay with if they dropped out, but 
I still think it would be such a shame after the remor- remarkable year they had last season. It would be a shame. We're like, first of all, whatever it is, it would be a shame. But yeah, they sign you, on. They would sign on the dotted line, dude. Yeah. They thought but you know that team is gonna get gutted if they go down too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're not coming back of up course. straight away. No, they're not. But uh, like, yeah, yeah it I would don't... be a shame. But again, at the end of the day, and and this is this is an argument for for um for really any team to take the cup seriously at the end of the day any player that walks into the king pass stadium you could take them over to that trophy cabinet and say hey look there's a premier league trophy there you know that's more than liverpool could ever say that's more than arsenal could say in the last 10 years like arsenal could be like hey we made the champions like 20 years in a row and it's cool where's like you got a certificate that you could put on the wall yeah well we do at least have a premier league trophy so you do have a Premier League trophy. You just you, like Leicester have one more recently than you. Leicester yeah. have one more recently than Manchester United did. Anyway, uh, yes. Like it, it's just, you know like you get to show them a trophy cabinet and say like, hey man, look like you know we we could do this and and you show them that championship trophy that you had like two years earlier when you just came back up. Uh, it but their fans you any any team that comes into the season they're like wow I hope we don't get relegated. And if you say, like, hey, man, like, would you rather be in the Premier League for the next six years, you know, finishing 14th, or would you rather win the league and go down the following year? I say let's win the league. Yeah, of course. There's only of six course. teams but, that have ever won the like, league. But that said, even if Crystal Palace can surge out of the relegation zone, which I think they can, I, yeah. I choose Leicester to beat out Swansea to yes. avoid the top. Yes, I, I choose that too. I mean – at this point, I think that Middlesbrough might actually fall down just because they have such a hard time scoring. Yeah. 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 No, that, I mean, they're going to be right. Just at to the, go back uh, on that point. To go back yeah. on that point, you know, Blackburn and still sit there and go, hey, man, we've won the Premier League. Like, they've been in championship. Uh, what's the word? Uh, championship purgatory for years. <laughs> you know, they barely even exist anymore. And they're still sitting there going, like, yeah. We're one of six teams that have ever won the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So that... Leicester's got that. It's you know that's a trade off. If if the devil comes and makes that offer, you take it. And only time will tell if the devil actually made them that for. Uh, and they're the t- they're the kind of team that United might struggle against, or they might not. The fact that it's not at Old Trafford will certainly help. Uh, they definitely need their stars to actually play well. Um, Zlatan needs to return to form. Uh, Pauly with the good hair needs to start playing like it. But otherwise, I'm also a big proponent of, like, who cares? Like, if, if you want to throw Fellaini out there, do that at this point. Because at this point, Jose, you're going to finish sixth no matter what. Let's win three trophies and get back into the Champions League via the Europa League. Yeah. Trying to remember what year. I would consider trophies a successful season this year, even if we finish sixth. I would consider that a more successful season than whatever team finishes second, third, or fourth, or fifth in the league. If we won three trophies. I'm just looking at that Blackburn team here now that actually won. They had Alan Shearer. They had Alan Shearer, yeah. That's basically it. it. Yeah. No, they, (laughs) they had a couple of other decent players. 
They had Alan Shearer. They won the league with like 65 points. They had Tim Sherwood. The, they won the league with like 65 points because United drew against Newcastle on the final day of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sherwood was pretty good. Too. 65 points. Though. Jeez, how bad was the league that year? I don't know, but Shearer scored a bunch of goals. He had 34 goals in 42 appearances. God, that's... That's just second best uh, was Chris Sutton with 15 goals and 40 appearances. Wait, that was still back when they had 42 <laughs> games. That is a huge drop off. That's a freaking that Mariana was back when there was 22 teams off. in the league and they're at 42 games. Must have been. So 65 points through 42 games. Yeah, that's that's, remarkable. that's like 10 wins. No, they had, they had 89 points. Oh, they had 89 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. they had. Eight, was a year where like. Yeah, they had eighty nine. United had eighty eight. Like Sixty five points. Yeah, eighty nine for Blackburn, eighty eight for United, and then seventy seven for Nottingham Forest. Whatever happened to oh, Forest? Good for them. Yep. Um. So yeah, we'll see there if Leicester. I mean, they are in danger. Let's move on to the scoring predictions. And first up, we got Chelsea against Arsenal. What's the actual score? The actual score, sorry. Uh, Elliot, you lead 164. Polly, you're in second, 156. And I'm in third with 140. Damn it. I just, I just can't catch that. Yeah, we've been just doing eight points. <sighs> I think both Polly and I have gotten eight points the last three, if not four weeks running. There's no way I've been that good for the last three weeks. <laughs> okay, first up, Chelsea Arsenal. God, why is the best game always so freaking early? Yo, Chelsea. Yeah. Hey, guys, I actually, I'm I in Pacific time. Come on now. I actually, I actually know the reason. That there's actually a reason it's because Sky Sports get first crack at their games mm-hmm. at the Saturday games, and Sky Sports' time slot is the early time slot. BT Sport has the later time slot, and Sky Sports gets like first first choice. Oh, so dibs. they choose the they good games, dibs. they get did, and therefore their game goes into the early slot, and BT Sport gets like the late, and then you know, mm-hmm. Sky Sports gets all the first choices. So, like, BT Sport, like, like fifth choice on what game they're going to televise out of the games that can only be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, Chelsea, Arsenal, um, I'll go 3-1 Chelsea. Uh, yeah. Oh. We're 2-1 two, two, Chelsea. I'll go 1-1. One, one. Ah, gotta be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chelsea plays down to Arsenal. Okay. Then we got Crystal Palace against Sunderland. Two nothing, Crystal Palace. Damn it, Seb. One one nil. One nil, Palace. Or Sunderland? Which one? Mm. Okay, you decide. Uh, Palace. <laughs> Palace. Okay. I'm gonna go one one in this one. Okay. And then we got Everton against Bournemouth. I want to say, haven't. Everton... Where's this game? Where's it's this game? Uh, at Goodison Park, and Everton yes. has actually been pretty decent at home. So, uh, Everton 2 nothing. I go 3. Ooh, I'm going to stick with Everton. And I go 0 goals for Bournemouth. 
No way. This is going to be – I think this might be fireworks. Bournemouth have got goals in them. This is going to be 3-2 Everton victory. Oh, wow. Do they have a way in them? That's well, well, we'll find it out at Goodison Park. Yeah, we should say that Everton have allowed seven goals in 11 home games. Not Pretty much a fortress. Pretty much a fortress. Then, at the KCOM, we got Hull against Liverpool. Liverpool got to get out of their funk. How many games have been without a win for them in all competitions now? Uh, they only won one game in January, and that was Plymouth away. Mm. Good job. But at least they're you know not at Anfield anymore, which was like a curse for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. They've gone... You can go ahead if you want. I'm just going to see how many games they got without a win. Interesting ploy by Seb to try to steal our scores. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if either of you are going to steal mine, but I'm, they're going to crush them. 4-0 Liverpool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. they've got Mane back and Coutinho back. Yeah. I'll go 3-0. 3-0 to the Liverpool. Okay, so we got 4-0. We got 3-0. Oof. This sucks. Um, we'll just pick them to continue their terrible form. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go 2 nothing. 2 nothing. So we pick first and we That's... still give Seb the mathematically more likely scoreline of all three. Not yep. true. I, I, look, I said pick Liverpool to continue their bad form and Seb goes, all right, 2-0 win. Yeah, 2-0 win <laughs> over Hall. Uh, that should two be. Two nil win, dominant two nil victory. Yeah. yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm sure that all the bookies would give shorter odds on two nil than three or four nil. So, yep. I'm saying. Then we have Southampton taking on West Ham. Where's this game? It's uh, Saint Mary's. Saint Mary's. Team at home, good team away from home. Give me a two to one Southampton. Southampton, they've been shit. Two to one Southampton, you say? Yeah. Okay. I'll go two to one I like West, Ham. West Ham to be more shit, though. Two to one West Ham. Mm, we're we're going to split the difference here. One, one draw. Huzzah. Usually Elliot gets that, but last week I hit the nail on the head in that time. Mm. Yeah. I did that. Then Watford against Burnley. <sighs> I oh, need... my God. Yeah, Burnley's been so bad on the road. It's just, God, can Robbie Brady break the curse? I say he does. One and nothing Burnley. Ooh. Watford is so bad. Yeah, one, they are. One, one. One, one. Uh, I'm, I've got to go with Paulie on this one. I'm tempted to do a scoreless draw, but I think it's going to be one, one. Okay. Then we got West Brom taking on Stauk. Got a draw written all over it. 1-1. One, one. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It really fucking does. I got to go Although I would love if Berahino, I would love if Berahino comes in and score. Yeah. To, to give this Stoke like a 2-1 to one win. And then That's, it would just double finger, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I... I oh, and that would be a very, a very, very, very big time celebrated goal. He would, he would, he'd do it so much to get a yellow. Card oh yeah. In that celebration. Oh yeah. He would, he would like, pick I'll up a second yellow. If he yep. Could. Oh yeah. Just run by the pulis and just be like, "Fuck you." Yeah. 
I'm I really want to give it to him, but I'm gonna say one one also. Okay. Ooh, all three of us one one. Which means it's gonna be like four three. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, then we got Tottenham against Middlesbrough. Spurs. Yeah. I mean, I know I've said this before. It should be a cakewalk. That's what I said about, or what I would have said about Arsenal and Watford too. Um, yeah, that's what we said about it. Yeah. But if they don't win this, they should. You should deduct points from them. Um, three nothing. Middlesbrough. They have a hard time scoring. Yeah, they do. Two nil. Uh, they're they're good at keeping goals out, but away to Tottenham, they're not going to be able to no. keep a clean sheet or even keep it just to one. Uh, I'm actually going to go four now. Like they will do. They will. They will do damage. Yeah, they'll they'll do something. Okay, Manchester City against Swansea. I'm not picking against City this week. I mean, Swansea playing a little bit better, but I still no. It's gonna be. I'll give him a goal. Three to one, City. Three nil, City. Yeah, nil sounds right. Okay. And then lastly, we got Leicester against Manchester United. I'm going to go with my regular 2-1 Manchester United. Ooh, I'm going to go 1-0. to nil Leicester. For Man- no, for Manchester United. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1 go t- yeah, yeah. Leicester City. 2-1 Leicester City, okay. Uh, they've got they've got to put it together at some point, and I feel like when they're playing a team that's not in incredible form, but nonetheless still overwhelming over oh like overwhelming favorites as Manchester United will be, like that's when they might finally switch on. I mean, I really hope that Mourinho just laid into the team after that poor performance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I could this is this is a game that you know I'm picking. The Foxes in it, but I nonetheless could see it fall either way. I mean, I could see United hit them for four, yeah. but I, I mean, just, this, this is this is a really hard fixture to pick yeah. for me. I mean, the safe bet is this at this point is just predict the draw for United. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to play it safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's going to do it. Let's get our final thoughts in real quick, and then we'll say goodbye. Do we have anything? Gabriel Jesus yeah. farted on Fabian Delph. What? It's Jesus. Jesus. Gabriel Jesus. The Portuguese pronounce a hard J. You guys got to learn that. Gabriel Jesus. It's like Wait. Jose Mourinho. That's not the big thing here. You farted on someone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was Fabian Delph. Like... <laughs> yeah, but you don't fart on people. But like Fabian Delph was just trying to figure out how to get back into the news. That's how he did it. I remember, and I remember when we were watching the uh, like during, during a game a while ago. Paulie texted us and said, "Huh, Fabian Dunn still exists." Yeah, because he came out as a sub against Tottenham, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't know you were still around." Kind of very far in purgatory along with the championship clubs. I mean, he is big time in purgatory. He's further down on the on the list of, on the pecking order than the Fernandinho brothers, um, Yaya Toure, uh, what's his name? Gundawan, uh, that's like five people right there that are going to play before Fabian Delph. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Claude Puel confirmed that Virgil van Dijk will miss at least two months with an ankle injury. 
And I think that's going to cost Southampton a lot of points. Because they, uh, right, they, they sold Fonte, and now Van Dijk is injured. It will be tough. Interesting Super Bowl prop bet. Uh, who will score? Uh, who? What will there be more of? Joe's at the door goals on Friday or Tom Brady interceptions in the Super Bowl? And uh, I guess, like, I don't even know which way to go with this. I, I said, my friend said, the hammer, uh, like, that's going to be a push. I said it'll actually probably be the out the door because home game against the CONCACAF team, he'll probably score four times mm. while still playing like a dog crap. Yeah. Mm. With that, we'll say goodbye as always. Follow us on Twitter. I'm Seb Norin. Polly's Peak was still WFAN. And Elliot is Keats was better. And then give Fanrex Sports a follow as well. And we'll talk to you again after the weekend. Until then, have a good one. Bye bye.